time about them that they're so incredibly goddamn sexy. trying to think of something funny yeah yeah okay We're just waiting for people to arrive. So we're going to get started in about five minutes.
Hello. There we go. everybody thanks for coming to mutiny radio to hang out on a friday night we're gonna go ahead and get started um since we have a lighter night tonight we're actually gonna do five minute sets if you guys are cool with that yeah all right well uh let's make it real loud and get the energy up in here uh for our first comic we're gonna bring to the stage diraj nalapaneni What the fuck is up? No, you guys actually got the energy up pretty loud for like how few of you there are. So, shout out to y'all. Um, I'm Indian, if you couldn't tell, and I like being Indian, but I feel like I missed the prime time to be Indian in America. And this is definitely not the time. You know, like there's too many of us now. That's the problem. Back back in the day. There were like 10 Indian dudes in America, and they were all running yoga cults, and they were all making a lot of money from white people, just taking, teaching them downwards dog and shit, dude. What the hell, dude? Like, I, I can't do that shit anymore. Like, they're, like, they're all, they, like, fucking like a million of us came over here, and there's no mystique anymore. There's no exoticism. Some of us got to go back, all right? I'm not saying that in a racist way. Oh, look, look who showed up right at the perfect moment. You, yeah. I was just talking about how Indians, some Indians need to go back. It, it made more sense if you heard the setup. The, the, uh, you just got to trust that there was an idea behind that. But I'm not, I'm not saying that in a racist way, though. Like, I'm just saying, like, if, like, you know, some of us go back, then, like, the rest of us can just stay here and run yoga cults because the mys- mystique will be back. And, like, I'm not... And I, I, I'm like, maybe we can do like some kind of timeshare arrangement, you know, where like, maybe I, I'll go back for like nine months of a year, and then three months I get to run a cult. I don't know. Damn, all right, damn. There, there was a lot of momentum for the first thirty seconds of that joke, and then went away. But um, all right. Um, see where how to come back from that shit. Um. Uh, so, um, I don't like Indian stereotypes at all. I don't like them at all. Like, uh, I don't like how people think of Indian people as nerds now. That's not cool. That's why I do drugs. That's how I fight stereotypes. 
I visited my parents recently, and uh, my dad found my joints, and he was like, son, what is this? And I'm like, that's me fighting racism, dad. The fuck have you done for the community lately? You're a software engineer. You're not helping things. Um, but yeah, dude, like, uh, I, I, I fight for Indian people every day, man. And like, I'm the millennial Gandhi. I'm like the cool millennial reboot of Gandhi. That I talk cooler and I dress cooler. And some people think that part of the joke is offensive, but I don't think they saw the way Gandhi dressed. He had no drip. And he also had some pretty problematic ideas about Nazi Germany. So, yeah, maybe I should delete that part. That got too real. Got way too real. It's, it's real shit, though, dude. You, you look it up, dude. History, man. I'm educating. Um, see what else we fucking got. Um, I was not really prepared for the five minutes, if I'm being real with y'all. Um, so, Warriors. I don't know. I'm already in it. I like wasting people's time. That's all I do. Uh, so I was messaging this girl on Hinge lately, um, or literally yesterday, and uh, she was like, if we match, then I'm in, this was on her profile, if we match, then I'm interested enough based on your profile, let's skip the texting, grab a coffee, and see the vibes. And then I texted her, uh, or messaged her on Hinge, crossing my fingers and hoping coffee and good vibes are in my future. Then she messaged back, only if you're funny. The fuck, dude? Uh, I messaged her back. I was like, yeah, like if we, like, let, I don't know if you're free this Saturday, but let's meet up and I'll bring the heat. I used those words and then she was like, all right. Like, damn, dude, I, I can't believe I put this much pressure on myself, dude. This is like, this is more pressure than I felt for any show, dude. Like, <laughs> if I bomb this day, dude, oh my God. They're, like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, dude. But, uh, Anyway, um, I think I'll end things right there, but you guys have been cool. Enjoy the rest of your night. Hey. Keep it, up, keep it going for Derive, oh, yeah, everybody. Wolfie is also here and is going to be helping me out tonight. Um, cool. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Let's give it up for our next comic of the evening, guys. Is your mic working yet, sir? I don't know. No? All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to make it loud for Mr. Numan Shake. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, I, I work at a high school, and a couple of days ago, I walked in with a hickey, and my boss called me, and she was like, you need to leave, because this is inappropriate, which I didn't think was fair, because I saw, like, a pregnant teacher on the way in. <laughs> like, I'm like, I just, I just got the appetizer. She got the main course, you know, you guys could tell. All right, there's something there. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I need I need more friends. I tried a Bumble BFF recently, and that made me feel super gay. You know, not that it's a bad thing. It's just like a new experience for me to be swiping on dudes, being like, <laughs> he has nice eyes, but he's not my type. You know, <laughs> I uh, I'm a big fan of rap music, but I know there's like a lot of fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap. Like, I saw this post recently that was like, I hate how the new generation doesn't respect Tupac. 
which I don't think is fair because uh, the old generation uh, killed Tupac. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have kids because um, I need space in relationships. And I think, like, as adults, we kind of get that. But I can't go to, like, a two-year-old and be like, look, I know you shit your diaper, but uh, Saturday nights are for the boys. Like, leave me alone. This is me time, you know? I um I go I started going to therapy recently and I I learned that like I'm learning a lot about myself like I learned recently that I'm kind of sexist you know because like all my therapists in the past they've all been like women but my new therapist is this like Jack dude so now whenever he asks me about my problems I just gotta be like you know what I think I'm grinding too hard you know like it's just hard being an alpha male you know yeah um I do think like I'm an empath. But, like, I'm, like, a reverse empath, you know, where, like, when people start feeling bad about their lives, I start feeling a lot better about mine, you know? Like, that's who I am. I, um, let's see, what else is there? Um, all right, this is a question for my straight dudes. Um, have you ever been, like, sucking a lollipop so good? You'd know you'd kill it, that sucking dick. Like, because that happened to me, like, an hour ago, you know? And then I realized, like, if I was a bit more flexible, like, I'd never go on another date again, you know? That's where... My life is at. Um, let's see. Uh, they're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Because, like, if they're going to force a woman to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. All right, that's my time, I think. Give it up for your host, guys. Not just that much from being dead. Can you guys hear me? Hey, hey everybody, we're figuring stuff out, okay? Pam comes back tomorrow. I don't think she's listening. I think she's traveling. But if for some reason, Pam, you can hear us right now, we miss you. Um, okay, so, <laughs> all right, you guys, let's make it loud for another very funny guy. Uh, I hope that you talk about your body parts tonight. Sean Durham, everyone. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to talk about it. I'll see. I'll see what comes out of me. I, I wish I never explored my sexuality. I think that was a mistake. Because, um, like, life used to be simple. I, I think sex for me was, like, public school. I just show up put in minimal effort and keep track of when the next period starts. That was it. But now like I can't even learn math without a finger in my ass. So it's a weird place to be. And things have just gotten, I don't know, like my whole sexuality is a mess now. Every day I learn something new. I'm like, oh, I'm into that too. Where do I even find that? A horse? I, I never know what to say on that last line. I'll figure that out one day. All right, let's, I, I, had, I had this idea last night before bed, so let's see how it sounds out loud. Um, my dog uh, takes flea and tick medication. 
And um, I I don't like that med at all. It doesn't help me much. It's I f- I feel like it's sort of like the dogs three in one. Like, okay, let me let me talk about why I hate it. Let me get into that first. I think I'm walking around too much. Um. Because I, I like the flea part, right? The flea part is definitely helpful to me. Fleas are terrible. They fill up your house, right? I get, like, that's horrible, and it stops that. What I don't understand is why it needs to also affect ticks. Because that just is bringing the problem to me. Because if you're not aware, it doesn't kill ticks. They just hop on the dog and just never bite it and wait until something else warm gets near the dog, which is me. Like, I'm, I just need the flea part. I I don't know why it always comes together. I don't know. This is the idea that I'm contemplating. It's, it's uh, not a developed idea. I'm going to apologize. I realize I, my belief system isn't strong. Like, I, I really only believe in things until they inconvenience me. Like, I walked into my kitchen today and saw that the trash can was full, and suddenly everything became recyclable to me. Like, these chicken bones are 100% reusable. This makes sense. Okay. Well, I'm going to do an idea you've never heard. Definitely never heard this. This city has a lot of poop in it, right? That's... I'm surprised no one's ever said that before. Um... But I always hear people complain how there's poop on the ground here. And it's kind of weird for me because I'm like, where else do we expect the poop to be? I feel like the ground is the most normal place for the poop. It's kind of weird that we think pooping in water is normal. Like we're already having to sieve through plastic and now you want to add your shit to the mix. And it's weird to me because pooping on the ground has such an easy fix, right? Like if you're having issues with poop on the ground, you know what the solution is? Um, it's be be careful and look where you step. All right, you guys hate this. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to get off here. I think I'm running the light. Hey, make a lot for Sean and not pooping on the ground, everybody. Um, All right, next up, we have a very funny lady, and hopefully you guys know by now, that is my favorite kind of lady. Please make it very loud for Ariel. Woo! Thanks so much, Emily. How many of you guys are single? Yeah, we've got we've got a fair amount of single people in the room. How many of you guys are on the apps? Yes, yes, probably. I mean, everybody's on the apps, so inevitable. 
But I just learned about this thing on social media that women are doing on the apps now where they say they're looking for 666. Have you guys heard of this? No? None of you have heard of this. Okay. So it's really simple. It, she's looking for a man who is six feet tall, shocker, six-figure income, also shocking, and a six-inch at least length, you know. <laughs> I'm so upset that I wasn't single on the apps in my 20s to totally take advantage of this filter that apparently exists. Um, yeah, no, I consider myself kind of a recovering gold digger. I'm in, I'm in recovery from that. <laughs> um, I dated this guy for, for all of my 20s, pretty much, who came from a lot of family money. So a lot of complex issues there. Going on a family vacation was basically like being in, in an episode of White Lotus. You seen White Lotus? <laughs> um, what can I say about it? There were a lot of really great things about being with a guy who had a lot of money or a lot of access to family money. Like his family had this house in Napa and we got to go for fancy, bougie Napa weekends. Um, pretty much anyone is good company if you're drunk in a vineyard. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and what else was good? Um, it was really nice to know that my children were going to be provided for if I stayed with this guy. You know, that security was there. So every time uh, I would begrudgingly have sex with him, uh, I would lie back and think about, my daughter's going to be riding a pony someday. It's going to be so amazing. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely in recovery now. That didn't work out. More on that at some point, probably, because, you know, that's a big chunk of my life experience. But uh, I'm dating a guy now who currently is unemployed, living off the government, and he enjoys being a, a dungeon master. Do you know what a dungeon master is? Yeah, you know what a dungeon master is. Okay, you look like you know what a dungeon master would be. <laughs> I, I didn't know what a dungeon master was before I started dating him. Um, sounds like it would be something very fun and sexy. but it's actually something highly nerdy, but really creative, you know? <laughs> I'm so happy I got a chuckle from you. Um, yeah, so now sometimes for date nights, he gets me to play live action role-playing games. And that doesn't involve dressing up in a cheerleader costume. That involves coming up with a storyline for my thousand-year-old vampire. This shit, <laughs> I can't, I mean, it's so different than the basic bougie bitch that I used to be. I, I can't even get started, but I'm going to. So thank you so much for giving me at least three laughs today. That was great.
you very much, Ariel. Hey, you guys, we can make it louder than that. Let's 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 give it some energy. All right, it is Cinco de Mayo. Um, this next guy does not need an introduction. Uh, I live with him, but also he's very funny organically, and I really want to make fun of him right now, but I'm holding back. Raphael Wolfgang. <laughs> She wanted to make fun of my uncut ween. <laughs> we talked about it in the car. I told her not to. <laughs> I didn't say it. It's actually true. That's actually what she was thinking about doing just now. <laughs> I told her not to. How's it going, guys? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> All right. Me too, guys. Me too. Cinco de Mayo. Fucking whatever. Um, so uh, I, was, uh, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine the other day. And uh, he's he's rich, you know what I mean? He's got a lot of money. And rich people spend money on really stupid shit sometimes. You know, it's just like the dumbest shit. They just waste their fucking money. Like he was telling me the other day about this subscription he has to this audio porn website. Have you guys heard of you guys heard of that? You guys heard he was just listening to it just now. But you guys oh you've heard of audio porn. Yeah, it's like so see, yeah, some people really like it. It's like it's like porn but without the video, right? It's just the audio, right? He pays for a subscription. I'm just like, just close your fucking eyes. Like, what are you doing? Just close your eyes. He goes, no, no, no. It's great. Like, it's it's made just for the audio, and it, you don't need the video. You can just let your imagination take over and do the rest. So I was like, oh, fuck yes. All right. So I, so I tried it. I tried some audio porn, and all I could imagine was just a fully clothed voice actor in a recording studio just faking an orgasm just to make money, you know, just to make ends meet. Just some chick sitting in there just like, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Ooh, daddy, yeah, oh my god, it's fucking awful. And the other bullshit thing about it, too, is uh, I live in an apartment complex. You know what I mean? So I was listening to the audio porn, and I realized, I was like, wait a minute, I can hear my neighbors fucking right now. I can literally hear them bang, like, why on earth am I paying for this shit? Like, why would anyone want to listen to a voice actor in a recording studio faking an orgasm? You can listen to a real woman in her bedroom genuinely faking an orgasm. <laughs> keep her marriage together you know it's the same thing it's the it's for the kids it's for the kids. oh daddy yeah <laughs> it's the exact same thing it's free though it's genuine it's real <laughs> anyway guys um well what else do i have for you guys so uh i was at a uh, uh a museum the other day like a renaissance art museum the other day uh i'm not bragging or I'm not fancy or anything I just am trying to quit internet porn and I can't find a porn magazine in this day and age but I was in this fucking museum and uh, it backfired though because it's mostly just little dicks it's very weird I don't know what's up with like these renaissance paintings there's so many little dicks in art museums there's like, a ton there's little dicks all over the place it reminded me a lot of middle school really my middle school was covered with little dicks did you guys was it just me was your middle school just have my middle school just had little drawings of dicks fucking everywhere just all over the place just little like uh, fucking on the walls and shit like you open your lockers fucking dicks in your locker some kids walking down the hallway he's got a dick in his forehead he doesn't even fucking realize it he's like hey what's up that was me but um and uh oh shit i forgot the next part of that uh yeah it reminded me a lot of middle school um oh fuck i missed the okay i totally fucked that up lots of little dicks everywhere you know like on your arm you know, look, look under your desk. There's a bunch of fucking dicks under the desk and everything. Like, Jeffrey Epstein walked by. He was like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of little dicks. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, that punchline needs some work. All right. Everywhere, you know, teacher grades your homework, hands it back. There's a little 
drawing of a dick on it. I don't know. Um, you know, we can't help ourselves. You know, you like we really. I don't know what it was like. Middle schoolers really have an obsession with little dicks, and you're just like walking by. You know, walking through the hallway, just quickly draw it. Like pull out a little red pen, draw a little dick on the wall. Never tits. Never tits. I don't know why. Just a little. Sometimes you turn the balls into tits, and then there's just a dick hanging out the middle down. It's weird. Um, <laughs> pull out a black marker and you draw a big one next to the small one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Middle school is. Uh, my middle school experience was weird. <laughs> anyway, guys, that was uh, everything. Thank you guys for listening to me talk about dicks. Give it up for your host, everybody. Hey, keep it going for Rafi, guys. I'm sorry that I was thinking about calling you Uncut Ween and that I messed up your introduction. All right, and this guy just walked in the door, so if you did not know it, we are doing five minutes tonight because we had some people drop out, so feel free to use as much of that as you'd like. Uh, make it loud for GD, everyone. Woo! Hey, what's up? Hi, hi. It's a good time. I am 29 in India and 28 in the US and single in both the countries. I need a wife. <laughs> I put it on Facebook. I need a wife. I got 70 comments. You can take mine. Come this Saturday, pick her up. No need to pay any money. <laughs> I joined uh, marriage apps, marriage apps. It's like Bumble, but the difference is all these apps are made, the profiles are made by the girl's fathers. I don't even know a single girl who would let her father create her dating profile. But these guys are welcome to the profile of my daughter. We are looking for a caring, career-oriented, and kind boy. I added a comment. What about Kind of settled, sometimes caring, good in bed boy. A <laughs> daughter commented, yeah, I am ready, meet me. Their daughters don't even know that their father, who they love so much, I think for every girl, the father is the first ever hero and the first ever asshole as well at the same time, but that's not the point. The point is, he just went to her Facebook or Instagram, stole a few photos, created a profile on a dating app, on a marriage app, sorry. The only difference between him and a pimp is pimps don't care if I'm caring. <laughs> I like marriage apps. Finding a wife is easier than finding a roommate in San Francisco. And divorce is easier than breaking a lease. I, I'm not from the U.S. Evidently, uh, everywhere in San Francisco there are always three trash cans. Have you seen that shit? Three trash cans, recycle, compost, landfill. I asked someone, what do they? What are the usage? He said, something that can be recycled can be used again. You put that in the recycle. Something that can be used to make compost, you put that in the compost. Something that is of no use anymore, put that in the landfill. So I put paper in the recycle, some grapes in the compost and my childhood dreams in the landfill. It's confusing shit, man. What about toilet paper with, with poop on it? Toilet paper is recyclable, poop can make compost. What do I do? <laughs> Why can't you make one 
trash can and then you do the bifurcation fucking i have to pay a lot of tax and now i am bifurcating where to throw what and damn if my english was better this joke would kill like <laughs> i am working on it i am working on it i like to confuse people i recently gifted someone a rubik's cube he's color blind he said dude this is defective i said every single thing on this planet is defective for you there is a movie in india it's called the sky is pink my friend said why are they stating a fact <laughs> in the movie title uh i actually adopted an already adopted child and then sent him to an orphanage for some reason whenever he sees me he's always angry uh recently a girl told me i can't live without you so she's dead time flies when your jokes are not working <laughs> four minutes i used to be in a relationship then i started speaking the truth so she decided to be my ex girlfriend i mean what's the problem with bisexuality man i'll date <laughs> um <laughs> i don't like to work after 6 pm because of the work life balance so my manager texted me after 6 pm last week uh, hey can you close this task i said no i won't i'm looking for a new job now so if you have any openings let me know worst best birthday ever <laughs> thank you so much guys see you <laughs> All right, keep it going for GD, guys. Next up to the stage, we have Bob Kambarov. Bob, you're here, right? I saw you earlier. Where is Bob? There he is. What was your name? Yeah. GD, everyone give him a happy birthday right now. Say it. Um, you, said, you said, where do I put the toilet paper with poop on it? Bro, the toilet. <laughs> um <laughs> I just bust in from the Castro and boy is my ass sore from the plastic bus seat. My jaw though, different story, different story. That involved a leather daddy. Told him it was too big. Um You guys think gay people would be good at shooting a basketball? You know, cuz they've already got this down. You know? That's like half the battle. Little flick of the wrist, little dick in the wrist. Um, I got gay material for days, guys. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I was on a road trip across the country recently. My car broke down, middle of Kansas, four hours from Denver, four hours from Kansas City. It's like the middle of nowhere. There was no rental cars, Ubers, or signs of intelligent life. I was near a place called Dodge City, which is like, one of the windiest places in the world actually which means even the air is like yo let's get out of here is that funny i don't know um but i got a, i got a ride from the tow truck driver after his shift ended he goes give me a ride to denver so we were in the car for hours and we talked the entire time except for when he was eating arby's and driving with his knee figured i'd let him focus on that you know while my life was in his patella 
Um, and we, I found out how different we were as people. Like, we're on two different wavelengths. At one point, he's telling me about his son. He's like, yeah, I got a son over at Penn. And I'm like, that's a good school, man. You should be proud. He's like, why would I be proud of armed robbery? I was like, oh, shit. He's not talking about University of Pennsylvania. He's talking about a different kind of education, more of a re-education, depending on your view of the justice system. And for some reason, I rolled with it. I was like, uh... I was like, well, you know, to do something like that takes a lot of courage. My, I love this mic, guys, because we've got maybe four out of eight people on their phone. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, if I'm not doing good enough to pay attention, that's fine. That's a signal. That's a, that's a very good omen for me. Um, I don't. E I, at this point, I don't even know what's gonna make people laugh. <laughs> it's not even. Um, more dick jokes. All right, all right. You want dick jokes? Um, I think I think they should. Girls should compare dicks the way they compare fighters in the UFC. You know, like give them like length classes. Like the UFC has weight classes. Let guys have length classes because I don't have a heavyweight dick, guys. I've got more of a welter wiener. It's a very strategic penis. You know, you know, solid on the ground better in standing position. Dumb, that's dumb, guys. Um, I, I've been seeing ads for Blue Chew. It's like direct-to-consumer Viagra. And I, I want to try it, but I don't want to find out that there's a better boner out there. You know, because then I'll always be chasing that boner dragon. You know? Fellas, you get a good boner, you just, you feel taller yourself, you know? <laughs> Your dick's up straight, so are you. You get a bad boner, you're nervous, you're like, there must be some mistake. Bad boner, bad boner's like a bad vice president. Keep it out of sight till the next direction. I mean, election. Oh, the honk? You think I haven't been waiting for the honk this entire time? You should have honked it fucking four minutes ago. <laughs> this is the worst, this is hell on earth. Yeah, no, this is hell on earth. Um, I'm from Florida. And uh, I met someone recently, and they found that out, and they're like, oh, you're from the cocaine part or the meth part? And I was like, real funny, dude. It's not all filled with people with drug problems. There's alligators, too. And uh, I'm not going to tell you Florida is as bad as it seems, because it, it's worse, actually. It's actually worse. Um, but I don't think Californians can make fun of it the way you guys do, because it's like, when you look at the education system, it's like you might as well be ma making fun of a mentally disabled person, which is not very Californian, if you ask me. All right, guys, I'd love to run the light here, but I'm joking. <laughs> hey, thank you very much, Bob. Keep it going, guys. Give it up for yourselves for being here, for Scotto for also being here and making sure that the building doesn't go up in flames. Uh, <laughs> yet, allegedly. All right, and next to the stage, we have Wally Hippolito. Oh, man. That was a good set, Bob. Don't, don't let these assholes tell you different, man. Don't let those. Uh, it, I was recently diagnosed with uh, ADHD. It's cool. Now I know I'm not gay. That's, that's kind of what I expected from that. That's cool. Now I could stop treating dick like uh, Goldilocks treats porridge. All right, cool. 
uh what else um it's aapi month you guys would not know what that is asian isle asian american pacific pacific islander month yeah and it sounds more like a microaggression than it does like a celebration because it's like like a what are you asian american pacific islander like you gotta fucking pick one you know what i mean just put it together it's like we can't give this some we can't give the Samoans a date because we don't have enough pigs or banana leaves to support that month, you know? Shout out to my Samoans out there. All right, uh, knocking this out the park. Um, let's see, uh, you know that they, uh, talking about, fuck, I fucked this one up. Um, they're, they're thinking, of, the government's thinking about giving teachers guns, which I think is a big mistake. Because, you know, most teachers are 63 years old and over, you know what I mean? And, you know, by the time Tom Brady got to 45, his accuracy dropped 15%, guys. So, like, and Miss Margaret is 65 years old with arthritis and a cataract. Like, we expect to give her a gun and she turns into the American sniper? Like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? No, when, uh, California wants to put a bill in wants to pass a bill where a student whose parents own a gun is subject to uh, backpack searches, which everybody seems to be on board for except for white people, which I feel like should, I feel like you guys should be the most on board because like if ESPN had a top 100 for school shooters, you guys you guys be, would be getting recruited like Alabama, you know what I mean? Nick Saban would be calling you every single day. Yeah. And uh, people's people uh, want to say, hey, you know, let's. Why don't you? If you're so afraid of guns, why don't you take your kids out of school? But it's like, and I agree with them. We should take kids out of school and put them in the factories. Yeah, I, we're way behind China, guys. We're way behind China, and it's hard to think about shooting somebody for when you're working an eight for six twenty-five an hour. You know what I mean? But it, you'll probably want to shoot somebody after you get that pizza party, though. Cool. I'm um. I recently I took my nephew to, I took my nephew to his first baseball game a couple weeks ago. Asked that we sit down. We're having a good time watching the game. I le look over him. You having fun, kid? He's like, Yeah, I'm having a great time. This little motherfucker's looking at the screen, for nine straight innings. So I kept a mental note of that. So next time I took care of him a couple of days later, I asked him, what do you want to do? Ah, I just want to stay home and watch TV. So I made him stare out the window for four straight hours. Getting my money's worth, guys. You know, the, they, my family's always, I'm 32 now. My family's always harping on me to, like, have a kid. Like, why don't you have a kid, Wally? You'll become a better person. You know, your life will be more organized. I don't want to be any of those things, guys. You know, like, being a piece of shit is kind of like playing college sports, you know? Like, you only have so many years of eligibility until it's creepy, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to maximize my potential, guys. I want to do all I can do. All right, there's something with that. Uh, did you guys know that uh, bl SF, black SF natives are getting $5 million from the government for reparations? That's big news, right? That's big news. Even bigger news, OJ says he's black again. So there's that. Oh, that's, damn, that's not for this crowd, is it? Yeah, that's all right. Um, I'll end with this one. 
the Writers Guild is um, the Writers Guild is on strike right now, right? You guys hear about that? Which I would they do need to pay writers, but I, I'm I'm honestly glad that uh, the one the one set of writers that aren't on strike are the NBA writers, NBA script writers, because uh, you know the Lakers are fucking killing it right now. It's looking really good for them. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you too, Josh. You know I'm gonna end it on that note, guys. That was good. That was good. All right. Thank wow. you very much, Wally, with a basketball burn at the end, no less. Um, Josh seems upset. All right, next up to the stage, we have, I'm always excited to hear this guy's set, uh, Harvey Walshavant. Come on, you guys, let's keep Woo! the energy going. We're doing five, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. All right, cool. So, my dad's black. Um, and that's been tough because he's black and I still look this white, you know, I want to be black too. Uh, and that's been tough because wanting to be black is like the whitest thing about me. Like when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, this question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Always had to be, by the way. Never if you got to be another race or if you could be another race. Always like if you had to. And every white guy says black every time. Um, I do look really white, though. And I've been told that it's a privilege to look white, to be white passing, of course. Uh, but looking this white does make me feel like I'm not mixed, you know? I'll never be a part uh, of a hate crime, which is incredible just because of the color of my skin. But everyone likes to feel included sometimes, right? It's a, it's a fucked up thought, but here's how I genuinely feel. If you call me the N-word, then fuck you. But thanks for noticing, like, you know. Um, so I'm a quadroon, which is a racial slur for someone that's mixed race. And lately, I've been trying to reclaim quadroon in the same way that the N-word was reclaimed, right? And, you know, so far, I've been called a quigger, so that's how that's going. Um, I've learned that when no one knows about a slur until you bring it up, it's less of a reclamation and more of a revival, like, my hate crime was not supposed to go like this in my head. Um, by the way, have you guys noticed that all the worst words you can call someone have two G's right in the middle of the word? Like the N-word has two G's. Faggot, two G's. Muggle has two G's. That shit is like uh, the N-word of autism. They'll stab a bitch with their fucking... <laughs> I like that. That was a nice laugh. Uh, um, where do we go from here? I've done this set enough. You think I remember? Um, oh yeah. So I'll I'll say faggot uh, because I've been called a fag so much, um, especially when I was younger. I think I'm just like misunderstood. Like most of my friends were girls, but I was just learning game, you know. And like yeah, I did play with Barbies. But I was just trying to get them naked, you know? 
And like, yeah, on my fourth birthday, I cried because I didn't get the pink dress I wanted. But drag isn't always gay, right? It doesn't have to be. Um, uh, cool. Let me check my notes. Um, yeah, so I'll say faggot, but I won't touch the N-word, which makes sense in my head, but technically, I do have it backwards. Like, I'm 25% West African, my family is from the South, I don't trust doctors, I could say the N-word. <laughs> and I shouldn't say fag, like, <laughs> I only like dick when it's attached to a hot chick, and that shit isn't even gay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anymore. I'm a big supporter uh, of trans women. I think trans men can kick rocks. Uh, I'm not going to celebrate another dude. That shit's just more competition. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not a cuck. So fuck those guys. You know, and I feel the same way about little baby boys, right? That's just competition waiting to happen. I hope they're all gay. I hope... I hope that they get that little pink dress that they want so they don't end up like me, uh, straight. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Woo! Hey, that took some unexpected turns. <laughs> and I am looking forward to learning more about your childhood. Um, <laughs> all right, is Miles here? Miles Benjamin Davis? Very formal name. I don't... Miles Davis. All right, no live jazz. Just kidding. Uh, next up, we have Josh Katsky. Make it loud, everybody. Woo! Thank you. Fuck, I've been gone for two weeks, and I don't recognize anyone here, so I feel old as shit now. Um, you're talking about... I think it's weird that, like, fuck is still the F word, right? And I'm comfortable saying fuck. I think we need to switch that up, right? Like, like fag should be the, the F word now. I don't know. I uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago I was at a bar and I heard this guy go, "That dude is being a total fag word." Like I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you get credit for not saying it when you say the whole spelling, right? Like gay people aren't dogs. You're just like, "Ooh, that person's going on a walk," and they're like, <gasps> "Maybe it's not a racial slur." I don't know. Not a race. Um. Real quick, I just want to say I do know what I look like. Uh, I've been told by a lot of people that I look exactly like Chris Evans. Um, different Chris Evans. You don't know him. Uh, he goes to another school, you guys. The Chris Evans I'm talking about is a hairy, chubby, vaguely Middle Eastern dude who Captain America would probably detain. Uh, I, 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 I hate my body, you guys. I do. And I've been talking to a therapist about it. You know, I've learned that it's not a unique problem. There are lots of people who feel this way. Uh, and, like, they're, you know, they're, it's it's not unique. Like, if you're being honest with yourself, make some noise if you've ever felt the same way. Yeah, see? They're, like, 50% of this room hates my body. Um, no, it's the, the issue is, like, it's not even really a weight thing. It's more that I'm just, like, super injury-prone. Like, I've broken two ribs while sleeping, uh, I've dislocated this shoulder four times while playing ultimate frisbee. Do you have any idea how injury prone you have to be to get injured while playing a sport for stoners where you're not allowed to touch each other? 
Dude, I, like some people's bones are made of glass. Like that would be an upgrade for me. My bones are made of Nature Valley bars. Like one touch and they crumble. Uh, I also got diagnosed with a disease recently, which has been tough. Um, and you know, they say that when you're diagnosed with a disease, it's hard to have the disease, but it's most difficult uh, to see how the people around you suffer. And as someone living with lactose intolerance, the people closest to me have suffered greatly. Uh, I think the hardest part about having lactose intolerance is I work an office job, so I'll just be sitting with my coworkers, and like every 45 minutes, I have to sprint to the bathroom. And I don't want my coworkers to be thinking about me and they're like pooping, you know? Like that's embarrassing. So I'm trying to convince them that I'm addicted to cocaine. All right. I feel like that's better. Like I'm just coming out of the bathroom like sniffing and snorting and like, like pretending to brush my teeth because I guess that's what people do on cocaine. I've seen that in movies. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't do drugs. It's hard for me. Like I don't do drugs. I have nothing against people who do. I just. I got scared off of it when I was when I was younger. Uh, when I was in school, they taught us about this addiction study ab about drugs. Uh, they basically these scientists took a rat and they put it in a cage with these two buttons. And pressing the first button would dispense cocaine, and pressing the second button would dispense an Oreo cookie. And the scientists were trying to find, you know, which of the substances is most addicting. Um, and do you know what they found besides the world's luckiest rat? Oh, uh, see, that was supposed to be the joke. I'll reword that. No, but they found that the, they found that the, the rats will do absolutely anything for cocaine. They would starve themselves. They wouldn't drink water. They'd perform sexual favors for the scientists. And... I've I've seen that happen, you know, I've seen that effect in real life. Like I have a buddy, you know, a buddy of mine, he once spent 45 minutes in a parking garage sucking a dude's dick for cocaine. And honestly, for all that effort, I should have given him more than a key bump. He earned it. Um, so that's why lactose intolerance is difficult. Um, let's see, all right, last joke. Uh, you guys, you guys hear about the Bud Light controversy thing? Like, people are getting mad because Budweiser put uh, the gay pride flag on Bud Lights, and people are boycotting it, which I think is ridiculous, because I, I feel like everybody knows that gay men prefer Bud Light, and then lesbians prefer Bush. Thanks for your time. Hey, give it up for Josh, everybody. Is uh, John Gallagher here? John? No? All right. Uh, what about Deep Tonshu? I've not seen him tonight. I don't think he is here. Is Johnny Newton here? I promised him that I wouldn't say that he was going to talk about skin, but he's not here, so I'm going to mention that anyway. All right. Well, yeah, his, uh, if you haven't heard Johnny, his skin jokes are... Fucking hilarious. Um, all right. Well, next up to the stage, we have uh, a lady that I just met tonight. I'm very excited for him. Is Orchid Cameron. Hi. Thank you. Woo. Muni Radio. Woo. Hey, Pam, if you're listening. Uh, hey, so I'm, I'm here from L.A. I, I drove up the coast. You're not excited about that? Woo for that. No? No cheering? <laughs> So I'm staying in a I'm staying in a place that's so nice. I'm staying in San Ramon, 
And uh, her, my friend's house is so nice. I feel like if she stayed at my house, she'd feel like she's camping. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Have you been there? Oh my gosh, what a beautiful home. Uh, so I, uh, so I'm bisexual. Clap it up, assholes. All right. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Nobody likes bi people. Gay people don't like bi people. Straight people don't like bi people. Bi people don't like other bi people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think one of the things is I think uh, uh, lesbians don't want to date bi people because they don't want to feel like they're just, like, that a bi person's just a phase, right? Like, they're like, like they're, they don't want to be, no one wants to be your phase. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, I, I think I like women. Oh, wait, no, I don't. Like, I think, think, I think that's why lesbians are frightened uh, of, it's not just, well, I get it because, like, I might, <laughs> A straight person might leave you for 50% of the population, but a bi person might leave you for 100% of the population. So uh, I, I, went, I went through a phase, speaking of phases, I went through a phase where I only dated people uh, six foot five and above. <laughs> like you must be this tall to ride this ride. Uh, more like you must be this high to tolerate this woman, I think. is So yeah, is <laughs> so I'm dating only alcoholics now because you must be this drunk to put up with this shit, right? Uh, I quit for a while, but I'm, I'm back on it. I'm back on it. So, uh, yeah, what was my next joke I wanted to practice? Uh, okay, so my, my childhood was covered in uh, high fructose corn syrup. Anybody else relate? Did, you, did anyone only eat things out of a package because they were a latchkey kid? Just watching HBO eating sugar all day? No? Woo, you did the same thing. <laughs> and my mom. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally, totally. All, all, all sugar all the time. And I feel like the phrase, you are what you eat, I feel like, I think it's, it's not been true. I feel like I should, like you were talking about, I should have a sugar daddy, right? I should have a sugar daddy if you are what you eat. But uh, apparently I am the sugar daddy. <laughs> like I had a boyfriend who didn't have a car or a job. And the next boyfriend also, no car, no job. <laughs> He's good at one thing, obviously. <laughs> uh, but then uh, I, went, I went on a date with this girl and she was, oh my gosh, she was so sexy. She'd like look down and up my body and she's just like super flirty and just like anything she wanted she could have for me. I mean, I just, you know. I, like she would, you know, I, I paid for everything, obviously, right? Uh, and, but I just, I felt like she was so sexy. I was going to have sex with her till I died. Like she was that beautiful. But then I kind of got the vibe that um, she wanted me to support her and her two teenage sons, which is fucking bullshit because um, I, jo I just bought the lowest model of Tesla, you know? Like I, I'm like destitutely poor, <laughs> really, when you think about it that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, happy uh, Asian American History Month. Yay, clap it up. So it's so funny. So <laughs> I was at a, a show last night, and there was a, a Vietnamese uh, Chinese American woman who said happy Asian American Heritage Month, and I cheered really loud. And then she's like, wow, that white girl's so supportive. <laughs> but I'm actually Japanese. I, I relate to you a lot. If you saw me with my family, you'd be like, huh, why is that white girl with that Japanese family? <laughs> and sometimes my family was, huh, why is this white girl with us? <laughs> so, is that the, the light? Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, I, um, I want to, anyways, back to 
I got confused. Oh yeah, so as much as I uh as much as I claim to be a person of color, I do a lot of suspicious white people shit. For example, I went to Costa Rica to surf. <laughs> I also did stand up in Costa Rica in English. Uh I also suspicious white people shit. I bought a car that can drive itself, right? Like uh you know how when you do this and a paper towel comes out? That's what my car is. But like the whole thing is just like it just does itself. The heater, the the seat, heat, the seat warmers turn themselves on. I walk up to it, the the door opens itself. It anticipates all my needs. But I can't get. I don't want to get too attached because I know that at some point, um, Elon is gonna do this and call all the Teslas home because they'll just dr drive themselves home. Uh, I'm saving a lot of money on uh, gas, but uh, I just. Uh, fucked up one of my tires and the tire was $471 for one tire. And I'm like, can't you just fucking patch it? And and apparently uh, apparently Tesla tires are made out of magic rainbows and aborted fetuses because you just have to buy a whole new one. A anyways, thank you guys so much. My name is Orchid Cameron. <laughs> Woo! Keep it going for Orchid, guys. All the way from LA. That was great. Um, So I believe we have... Shane here. Uh, Shane, are you ready to get up there, my friend? All right. Uh, so books have been pissing me off recently. Uh, like when I people think when you read that must mean you're smart, but when I see somebody with a book, I'm just like, ah, oh, you don't already know that dipshit. This fucking cocksucker doesn't know a goddamn thing about the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. Uh, my house is shitty. Uh, I had somebody come to visit uh, or to see our empty room and they complained because there was mold in the bathroom. And to be honest, in my head, I was kind of like thinking, uh, oh, la-di-da, somebody doesn't want to inhale a little bit of mold constantly forever. Like, I thought mold came with houses. There's a lot of gang signs near where I live. Like, I'm sick of having to go to the laundromat, and I'm like, oh, great, MS-13 owns this one. Yeah, just my luck, I'm a Latin king. I uh, also saw, like, a gang thing. Somebody had carved in Rip Muggsy into, a, into, like, a gas station pump. And uh, imagine you're just going to get gas, and then you realize... Oh, Muggsy died? Friggin All right. I'm from the South, from Tennessee. A lot of people use y'all in the South, which only the South would they need to find a way to shorten the phrase, you people. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I moved, to, moved from Tennessee to Los Angeles, which means I deleted hundreds of photos of me holding guns. <laughs> and I, I know you guys are probably thinking, uh, even the cool one, are you holding the pistol up against your head like you don't give a fuck? Uh, yeah, it was a tragedy. That's the, uh, that's the Fight Club poster on the wall of male profile pics. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of guns. My dad, he has an assault rifle that has all of his kids' names written on it. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing worse than somebody just handing you an assault rifle is somebody handing you one that has your name written on it. 
they say like there's a big saying with guns. They say the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But that just makes me think, who's gonna stop the good guy now that he has a taste for blood? Uh, there's a lot of drug use in my family. Like the first time I saw heroin, I was like 13 years old, and uh, and the only way I could describe it is it's like uh, when you go to somebody's house, uh, and they have a PS5, but like the opposite of that. It's like, where'd you get that? But in like a bad way. Yeah. My mom drank while she was pregnant with me. Yeah, it's even worse than it sounds. She drank cigarette juice. Yeah. My dad actually caught my mom smoking cigarettes uh, while she was pregnant with me. Uh, yeah, so he made her smoke a whole carton. <laughs> uh. You guys ever see a piece of homeless shit on the sidewalk and then realize that the homeless person has a better diet than you do? It, yeah, there's fucking apple chunks in here and shit. Oh, damn, a dog's about to get his throat bitten apart outside. Damn, hell yeah. Uh, Actually, uh... I had a dog die when I was young, and uh, it actually, uh, I can't watch the movie Old Yeller anymore, because it just reminds me of how we had to put down our dog. Yeah, we had to beat it to death with a VHS copy of Old Yeller. Alright. Oh, I forgot the tag for that homeless joke. Oh, whatever. You guys ever uh, try to be friends with a beautiful woman, and she puts you in the fuck zone? <laughs> It's like, quit having sex with me. I just want to fucking talk about podcasts. <laughs> One more joke. I'm a small man. I'm a very short man. Some might would call me a uh, uh, a little bitch, a little-ass dick. Uh, but I'm so short, I actually have to stand on a phone book just to eat pussy. Wow. Give it up for Paul, you guys. I really like that because I'm a tall woman. Uh, all right. I, we have a couple. I saw a couple people. Bye, guys. Thank you for coming. Uh, we had a couple people just walk in, so we have a light night, you guys. Just so you know, we're doing five minutes, so use as much of that as you would like. Um, next up, Johnny Newtson is here, right? I saw Johnny walk in. Let's give it up for Johnny Newtson, everybody. All right, yeah. I'm going to try to <laughs> go through this set without saying um or fuck or you know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um you guys uh you guys ever shower and then you still stink after you shower? Like fuck, I didn't even need to shower. Could have been on the internet, you know? It's a total waste of time. Today this morning it's happened. I feel like bald guys wearing hats uh, is the same as ladies wearing push-up bras. You know, as soon as you take it off, people are like, "Yeah, titties." <laughs> Maybe not. It doesn't really make sense. You know, they say you should live like it's your last day, but that sounds really stressful to me. I'm not sure what I would do if it was if I knew I was gonna die tomorrow, but I can almost guarantee you I wouldn't be here. 
be like the last place that I would be. I think I'd try to be at like an orgy or something, you know, just clap some cheeks before I head on up to God, who's probably a guy, maybe. Political. It says Mahalo here on my note card. So uh, Mahalo, happy Friday, everyone. Um, I read a study that I've been learning. Apparently, um, people are happiest. I hear a <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> Apparently, people are happiest uh, at 7:33 on Saturday. You know, it's like, yeah, no shit, we're all fucking drunk and high on cocaine. You know. <laughs> They're saddest. Yeah, no. Folks are right. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I'm an avoidant guy, you know, but uh, I, I don't really want to talk about that. Skip that for now. It's so fucking stupid. Someone called me a piece of shit the other day. Um, that was uh, weird, you know. I was like, yeah, well, you're the full turd. The full turd and the secondary weird ones that come out after. Especially that last guy was really funny. How about give it up for that last guy? <laughs> now that he's gone, praise him. You know what the hell? Who, what was up with that dog outside? Did that attack someone? Did you just get eyes on that? I thought it was gonna. It sounded like it was gonna fuck some little dog up. I got scared. I was I was looking for a place to hide in here. If <laughs> it came in here, if I'm being honest, I was like, I think I'm gonna jump on this table. But then I was like, there's the cookies on the table. <laughs> So I don't think that would have been a good, that would have been probably the worst choice because he would have gone for the cookies <laughs> if he's in like a rabid state and then my feet are right by the cookies. Could have nibbled on those. That would have sucked. That would suck to just go to the ER tonight. Just, just got your feet cut off by a dog. <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's the proper word for your dog biting your foot off. I, I don't think it's considered being cut off. I think it's just a, a bite or a nibble. You're supposed to write, people. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> this, this is what uh, just procrastination and depression <laughs> looks like. Um, how do you write jokes? <laughs> how I understand it, but I can't like make it happen <laughs> when I put pen to paper. It's a tragic thing. But I think if you just keep plugging away at it, that's what I keep telling myself. Are you in five minutes? Yeah. All right. If, if you cool. want. <laughs> noted, noted. <laughs> uh, I've been getting into kites recently, so in other words, I have multiple girlfriends. No tags, that's the joke, people. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to talk about my dad now, how horny of a guy he is, which just <laughs> kills me. Uh, I support old dudes being horn dogs, because the other day I was at a restaurant with him, and the, this just like very average-looking waitress, <laughs> like walks past, and he just looks at me with, like, bug eyes, like, did you see her? <laughs> she was a goddess. <laughs> That's it. And uh, then we started talking about Instagram, and he's like, you know, I have been known to follow beautiful women on Instagram. <laughs> what the fuck are you telling me this for, you weirdo? <laughs> me too. No. No, I don't, I don't have an Instagram. I feel like a weird guy most of the time. <laughs> um... This uh, this was good. It's been real cold out. I don't know what to make of that. Um, it's like easily the coldest May ever in San Francisco. I mean, I would know. You know, I would certainly know. Man, I mean that last guy though was so funny. <laughs> I bet there was a lot of funny people. All right, that's gonna be all my time. Thanks, uh, you guys for holding it down. Hey, keep it going, everybody. <laughs>
Hold on. I just, I just lost the name of the next person that walked in. John Gallagher. I am sorry. I lost the list for a second. Give it up for John Gallagher, everybody. Oh, totally okay. Thanks for, thanks for letting me up. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. I'm a. I don't like astrology too much in dating. I don't have to worry about it. I'm getting married, but. Uh, astrology makes me like annoyed and this mostly because I have a bad astrology sign. It's like, John, how do you know you have a bad astrology sign? It's like, well, this is why whenever people ask for my birthday and they're doing the astrology thing, I say, well, I was born on September 21st. And the person goes, oh, that means you're a Virgo. And they give me this look. And I'm like, okay. And then they go, ew, and walk away from me, which is not a very nice thing to do, you know? I don't know if you guys know anything about Virgos. Apparently, like, you know, you ask these people, it's like, what's the deal with that? And they go, oh, Virgos are, like, controlling and uptight and judgmental. It's like, I mean, kind of like you right now to me, knowing nothing about my personality at all. Yeah, I, I, I get what it is, though, because what is a Virgo, right? A Virgo is a, a sexy sky virgin, which describes me perfectly, you know? It's just jealousy. You just want to have sex with my, my cool virgin body. I understand that. Because what are the other astrological symbols? You know, scales, Libra, boo, bullshit, that sucks. Scorpio, a scorpion, cool, great. What are you, 10 years old? That sucks too. Cancer, nobody's a fan of that. That's also lame. Like, it destroys everything. Nobody's a big fan of cancer. Like, your sign killed grandma. Who's a fan of that, okay? I don't like it. I, uh, I'm also a big fan, yeah, speaking of things that nobody likes, I'm a big fan of baseball. I'm wearing my decal right now. Giant, the SF Giants, I like it. People say baseball's boring, and I could not agree more. This is why I love it, okay? Because Daddy loves his drawn-out radio plays, okay? I love seeing tiny minutiae of drama played out at four hours at a time over 162 games a year, the most boring bullshit ever, while an old man talks over it to make it more interesting. I love baseball, dude. It rocks. Like, every baseball announcer is just an old white guy. Every one of them should be, like, countdown to racism. That's what all every baseball announcer is, you know? It's like, how long until an old man compares World War II when talking about Shohei Otani? You know, like, how long until that happens? It's going to just a matter of time, honestly. Just waiting for some radio announcer to just go like, and that's a strike, two, a low way, uh, count is two and one. Hey, uh, Glenn, you think that Shohei Otani became a superhero because of the bombing of Hiroshima? <laughs> Did it make him into a literal Superman that gave him the gift to throw 100 miles an hour? It's like... I don't know. I just am mad that my grandsons are jerking off to hentai, and he's uh, the best at America's game. <laughs> anyway, I'll show myself out. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I am uh, getting married. That's cool. It is annoying to say the word fiancé. I don't like that. I have to say it all the time to people. And I just feel my shoulders tense up. I feel them judge me, which is understandable. Because, like, fiancé coming out of my mouth, I just feel people going, like, why are you speaking cursive to me right now? Like, why does... It's too many syllables. Like, why is this bearded loser speaking French to me right now? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm John, right? And there's a, whoa. <laughs> there's just a, a fucking cabbie outside staring at me, too, which is so much. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm Wesley Snipes in that movie, The Fan. Did you guys ever see that one? It's a weird, it's an old movie from, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes is supposed to be Barry Bonds. And then Robert De Niro is a, a scary uh, stalker that's trying to murder him. And uh, it's set in San Francisco. And that's what I feel like is happening right now. <laughs> like, it's like, and this isn't even good comedy. You know? <laughs> so I'm just sitting there bombing, and this guy's going to murder me. Maybe he's murdering me because he's like, John, I've been following you, and I know you can do better. And he's just trying to pump me up, which was kind of nice. Maybe that's it. Hey, he's just staring. He's just sitting there. Oh, now he's not looking at me anymore. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> wave him a wave. What's up, dude? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, are you listening on the radio? 
Oh, thank you. Oh, shit. Okay, chill. Thank you, dude. Damn, people listen to Mutiny Radio? Holy fuck. I had no idea. That man was apparently listening to Mutiny Radio on a seven-second delay. Oh, my God. Fucking horrifying. But, hey, shout out to you, sir. Thank you so much. And I hope you like the Wesley Snipes movie, The Fan. Go check it out. <laughs> I don't know. I did have no. I did not know people listen to this. I need some. I got some serious editing to do. <laughs> Years of horrible things that I've said probably on here. Anyway, shout out to you, sir. Drive. You're doing a thankless job driving out there. And I hope no one comes in your car tonight. It's Cinco de Mayo. I don't want it to be Stinko de Mayo <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, bye bye. Yeah, keep it going for John Gallagher. Happy Stinko de Mayo to you, everybody. Um, is there anybody here who did not get to go up but was on the list? What? Johnny is reporting back from the toilet, everyone. Um, okay, I guess I am gonna I'm gonna work some shit out real quick on stage. So, yeah. This is very festive music for somebody as white as me. Um, that's cool. That guy's listening in his car. It's too bad we can't hear his laughter. All right. Here's some things that I recently wrote down this week, and um, I'm trying to work out. So you guys feel free to let me know if you think any of it has potential or not. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Thank you. This is the greatest end to and Johnny coming out from the toilet and we get the guy honking he is also listening to Johnny leaving the toilet which is fucking great okay so I used to work in a call center um does anybody else have that piece of shit job oh my god the dog is back you guys okay sorry sorry John you worked in a call center and it's horrible right absolutely awful um working in a call center was the scariest job I've ever had because it's like the closest I've ever gotten like most up and up close and personal to just like society's most deranged people besides my mom good thing she doesn't listen to this um <laughs> yeah working at that place like being employed at a call center it feels like when you door dash mcdonald's at 2 a.m and only half of it shows up cold both were fattening and devoid of joy but at least there was food on my table uh after a year of getting cursed at on the phones, I finally got promoted to live chat, which didn't mean that I, I got paid more. It just meant people had to type out their verbal abuse to me. That was rad. Um, people would just say insane shit all the time. It was an awful company. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we had this guy who just, w like, one day he came on and he started, he kept starting a new chat and he was demanding a hamburger, like, angrily, you know? Um, and I added my manager to the chat and I was like, what do you want me to do? And he just starts sending this guy pictures of hamburger ingredients. Like, I swear to God, he's like pulling up Google and he's like, bun, lettuce, mayonnaise. We're making a burger with this dumbass guy who's screaming at me because he wants a college degree that he paid, like, who knows? It's, some stu it's a stupid company, you guys. That wasn't part of the joke. I just got mad because the trauma of working at that fucking place. Anyway, um,. Yeah, so at the end of that, the guy said no pickles. I fucked that up. That was the funny part. <laughs> Either way, so I, uh, I, I think a lot of people lately like, kind of are, are not enjoying talking about therapy. A lot of people do it. I think talking about therapy is just as therapeutic 
as actual therapy. You know what I mean? It's like s there's something about confronting all the people around you with the state of your mental imbalance that's really empowering. Um, <laughs> we've been psycholo psychologically evaluated three times here. By we, I mean me and my multiple personalities. Um, when I was a kid, I thought it'd be really cool to just like fuck with my therapist. Is my favorite part of therapy. And she would be like, can you draw me a tree? And I'd just draw like a stump, like a bunch of holes and twists in it. Um, guess that was just funny for me and Johnny. That's fine. So, <laughs> um, so my best friend was telling me recently about getting her menstrual disc stuck, and I'm talking to a room full of mine. Do any of you know what a menstrual disc is? No, I'm not gonna like disgust you with the definition. It's like a frisbee for your vagina, but it's gross. It's not fun. Okay, you don't you don't play frisbee golf in there. And so hers got stuck, and her boyfriend had to like fish around in there to make things right. And she's telling me this, and I just was thinking, like, it's wild the standards we hold women to anyway, but it's super wild if you like compare that to the disgusting shit that we do behind closed doors. Like the hottest girl you've ever seen, like the things that she does at home when you can't see her, disgusting. That's every girl's worst fear is a guy just like walking in you know, when she's in her just purest or raw form, like something out of the predator, just like one leg up on the table, five knuckles deep, like trying to fish that thing out. Um, that, <laughs> that joke's better with girls. <laughs> uh, speaking of fish, you know what the biggest difference between uh, Arizona and uh, California is, is uh, dating sites. Are any of you guys on dating sites? Wolfie better not say yes to that. Um, yeah, and the reason for that, I, I don't know if you said your family's from the South, maybe if you've ever gone on a dating site there, you'd experience this as well. I'm from Arizona. 85, 90% of guys on dating sites in Arizona, it's a picture of them with a fish in their profile picture. Just like a baseball cap of beard, they look like John Gallagher holding up a fish back there. And sometimes it's just the fish, and that really frustrates me, okay? Just the fucking fish? That's not even a joke. That's true. And I, it got me thinking, like, what if, when, you know, if you're going to send me a picture, right, uh, of you and a fish, you might as well send me a dick pic. Like, I don't need a picture of a fish. Like, if we're going to size something up, I'd rather see a dick pic. Uh, and that got me thinking, like, why don't, when guys take a dick pic, like, why not take it like it's a freshly caught fish? Take the picture like you're taking a picture of a freshly caught fish, you know? Loop it up. Cool. Hold it up with a smile. Put on a nice hat. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for listening to me, guys. Have a good Cinco de Mayo. Thank you, everybody on the live.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Homely Patrick Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street, at Florida Street, in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids, it's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck. And donate two to five dollars on. Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value. And the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not, true entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. 
Oh, finally! An escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true production. First Sundays of every month, join your friends from Mutiny Radio at Hotel Utah on 4th and Bryant. 5 p.m. first Sundays for free comedy. Is San Francisco getting you down? Is everything too expensive? Not first Sundays of the month at Hotel Utah for free comedy with Mutiny Radio. Incredible lineups every month with the best comedians from around the Bay. Join your friends trying to keep things affordable for free comedy first Sundays of the month. Hotel Utah, 4th Street. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. The, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog-friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. FM. Here in SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between, all in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we gonna do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine! And even in a drizzle, but not too much. 
Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that, who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Join us on a journey Every month at 7.30, come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF. Thank God it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics every Friday. San Francisco, Gouging.